loads of people from different backgrounds. I wanted to go somewhere where I'll feel included, even as an international student. You've got this melting pot of different perspectives. We are Westminster. We are Smoke Radio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Smoke Radio Football Podcast. My name is Alex Irons and I'm joined, as per usual, this time I'm in the presenter's chair. Normally it's Ryan. <laughs> yes. He's, he's uh, also here with me, Ryan Brannigan. And also we have a special guest. Uh, we have Eunice Hajj Hamo. Oh, is it Hamal? Hamu. Hamu. I had it right the first time, even though I thought I said it wrong. Um, <laughs> otherwise known as Eunice HH on YouTube, mate. How are you doing? Not bad, thank you. Not bad. How are you guys? Awesome. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not yeah, too not bad. too bad. Uni's really kicking our ass at the moment, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> about it the less about that the better yeah doing the same doing the same projects and kind of just hobbling over the line final years yeah well there's hobbling and then there's like crawling over like a snail on my stomach just (laughs) pretending to swim across a sandbank um but less said about that because people aren't here to listen to our university struggles because they've got their own um we're here to talk about football Mm, and there is actually as we're recording this uh, a game there's two games tonight Mm -hmm. we'll talk very briefly about both of those first of which being West Ham versus Liverpool Mm -hmm. how do you think West Ham are at home playing the invincible Liverpool West Ham they got beat on the weekend did they lose to Leicester they did didn't they 4-1 in the FA Cup uh, yeah no I don't know. I don't know how they got on. I think they did. They, they got did, beat in the FA Cup. They got they lost four one to Leicester. Uh, no, they lost to um, West Brom in the FA Cup, didn't they? Yes. So no, they did. Yes. Sorry, they lost to West Brom in the but FA I th- Cup. No, it was their last league game. They lost four one to 4-1. Leicester. And actually, I watched periods of that game. They didn't look like they played that badly. Um, I think just towards the end, Leicester were just too good for them, and then mm. um, that's probably when the goal started raining in. So. I know they're at home, but against this Liverpool team, I don't really think it's going to make that much of a difference, to be honest. I mean, if you can't beat West Brom at home... You're buggered. Yeah, I know it's no disrespect to West Brom when they're the division below you, and yeah, they are top of that division, but they're not exactly running away with it anymore. They're not top of the division now, Leeds won yesterday, Mm. Uh, but at the time they were top of the table. If you can't beat the team who are top of the championship, then I don't think you deserve to be in the... Premier League let alone in the FA Cup true there do seem to be problems with West Ham isn't there yeah big time big there, time there has been since they moved into the ground um, and fans like to pinpoint that being oh you know we don't like our ground it's because the play we can't we can barely see a thing there's no atmosphere and the players are terrible I mean they but, weren't necessary and this is no disrespect but in terms of as a club they weren't necessarily playing that well when they were in Upton Park anyway so I don't really think you can for a certain amount of time say oh it's because we're moving into the new ground but they've been in there for like how many years now? At least three three yeah. or four, yeah. three or four. And, and some Arsenal fans still complain about oh we should never have left Highbury yeah, exactly. even like, Wenger said that yeah, yeah. And, I know but it's still it's a completely different squad it's a completely different team to when you left yeah like don't completely you can't anymore I think the only player that's left from the squad that moved in was is probably Mark Noble yeah definitely definitely the only thing with moving grounds I think for the fans is just um, losing that soul because mm. Highbury Upton Park you know that's their original grounds and fans go there much like we go to Stamford Bridge now yeah. you can feel it if we left and well we know we'll probably get in our stadium rebuilt but say if we left and went to Battersea Power Station for yeah. and it's a new ground 
you know, it just doesn't it, feel, it wouldn't it just feel, the doesn't feel the same. I think with, if Chelsea had ended up going to Battersea Power Station, <laughs> it would have been... And I, being a Fulham fan, I shouldn't say this, but they would have had the best stadium in the country. Oh, absolutely! Mm. Like, I, it does that place remanates atmosphere. Yeah, like if you're a football fan, you'd go there, and it'd be an instant icon. Even more yeah. so than Spurs' stadium is now. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's a kind of a different thing with the Spurs fans. They can't really say anything about we shouldn't have moved into the new stadium because they're still at White Hart Lane. They've yeah, literally exactly. moved yeah. like what fifty yards. And <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Literally moved fifty yards. They can't say anything, and they will probably. I know they've got Mourinho now. They will probably eventually win something, um, but they they really can't use that as an argument for their poor fortune. I guess. Yeah, I guess it takes a little bit of time, um, but if you're Arsenal, that time is 14 years. Mm. If, exactly. You know, you can't blame the stadium forever. No. It's like, let's undo all the flats and knock down those and rebuild Highbury all over again. So, like, oh, well, you're not going to win anything for another 14 years. So, you know, I stop mean, complaining. The stand's still up. You can still technically see it where it says... You can live uh, in it, I think. Well, yeah. It says Highbury. I mean, that's like the... <laughs> you, should, you should be on the uh, the leaflets for it. You can live in Highbury. <laughs> <laughs> An Arsenal fan's dream, living in the stands. Oh, God. Um, no, I, I, I would probably say that Liverpool once again will win and then they will go 19 points clear. But do you think they'll put out a weakened side or do you think it'll be a full team nah, they'll go full no, yeah. no. it's the Premier League yeah. as long as it's the Premier League they'll go full and if it's a cup game we're hoping well, yes. they'll play kids they will play the kids <laughs> yeah. they, they are going to play the kids against Shrewsbury I've, they're going to do exactly what they did against Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup yeah and they're gonna they're gonna ship the the youth manager as well. He's <laughs> exactly. Gonna, yeah, he'll take he's charge. Gonna, he's gonna. If they do that, if Klopp does that, if they go and beat Shrewsbury and then eventually go on to win the FA Cup, that manager and every single member of that team deserves a medal for oh, doing yeah, for sure. oh, big time. Yeah. It's essentially just going to be the Harvey Elliott 11 versus Shrewsbury in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, but speaking uh, so Liverpool-West Ham predictions. The West Ham might score. That's a yeah. plus for them. Uh, Hal is doing all right for him, I guess. He's but he's not if. been performing well enough to have a forty-five million pound price tag. No, but then again, that could kind of. I mean, Rebic has only started scoring for AC Milan. Haller is on and off. Jovic hasn't done anything. The only the three men that were so good for Frankfurt last year playing together on their own, they can't do it anymore. So it's yeah. just kind of, I don't know. I think maybe they'll score. Maybe like they'll get like a Mark Noble penalty or something like that, but I can see Liverpool running away with it. Maybe like four, five, one. Maybe, maybe wow, Valencia welcome. will get one. Yeah, I don't. Know. I, Antonio, is it, yeah, it's Valencia yeah, or West Ham. Yeah. Enna, Enna Valencia. Enna Valencia. It is Enna Valencia. Yeah, sorry, I'm thinking. still playing for Man United. Yeah, he's still there. God, Andy Carroll, like he's around somewhere, just no one knows where he is. Newcastle, he's gone back there. Oh, you see, no one knows where he is. Still not fit, but he's at Newcastle. (laughs) Bless him. A and E department at Newcastle Hospital. (laughs) Sat camped out in the physio room, (laughs) exactly of of, uh, St James's Park or the Uh, Sports Direct Stadium, as I should now. uh, Well, no, it's back to St James's. I can't keep up, you know. No, no. No, Newcastle, way, way too many things going on at once. And then all of them evolve, involving Mark Ashley. Oh, yeah, 99. Mike Ashley, sorry. Yes. I can't even get his name right now. <laughs> there was the takeover rumour now, isn't it? The, yeah, the, the, Saudi. the Saudi family. I mean, if they do that, then good God. I, mean, I don't think it will happen, but if they get taken over, they're going to be... I dread to think because that I, I think I looked it up that that guy's net worth is... Or the family's net worth is like one trillion. 
<laughs> wow. Oh yeah. I mean, like you know, they, they pretty much own the, the whole oil industry in the Middle East, as far as I'm concerned. But so then, no one can say anything about Chelsea oil money, like Russian oil money, or <laughs> or Man City's money. Yeah, or that oil money, because then Newcastle are just gonna. Oh God! I mean, to be honest, if any club deserves it, it's them. Do they though? Yeah, For their fans maybe, but the club doesn't. I do because of how badly it's been run by that guy. By Mike Ashley. Yeah. Doesn't mean that the club does... Just because... They deserve to be run by someone better. It doesn't mean that they deserve to be I know, but things. Like, they're a massive club. They've got a massive yeah. fan base. They've gone over 50 years without mm. winning a trophy. If they get that, then that's instant success. And I think the fans deserve that. I know the fans do and the club do because they've had so many amazing players over the years. I just think that that's a thing that... I think that that's the thing that they deserve, and then they can they can get Sky back and put like the Mbappe to Newcastle odds back up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? It, it could happen. Definitely, definitely. I mean, going from uh, the likes of Jolinton to Mbappe, yeah, have that too as a partnership. I mean, to be honest, I know that they uh, will get onto transfers in a bit, but Newcastle could have gone for Piontek. <laughs> That's somebody they could have gone for. They a could bit have, of yeah. Um, but there was another game tonight that you were on about, is the other semi-final in the League Cup. We know Aston Villa won last the night. Villains are off to Wembley for the third time in three seasons. Yeah, because they Impressive. have the, the, the playoffs, the two playoff finals, and now the League Cup final. Um, I can only really see Man City going through. Yeah, easy. I mean, they were three-one ahead in the uh, in the, from the first leg at Man Old Trafford. United, at Old Trafford, uh, Man United could pull off an upset. I mean, maybe, but United unlikely. won there yeah. this season. They've already got they've already got that scalp over them, so it could happen again. It could, but I think without Marcus Rashford, that's the key. Buggered. Did they have Rashford mm. last time out when they won? Yeah, they had. They, they did. Yeah. So, <laughs> what have they got? I mean, uh, Ma- they've got. Uh, good point. <laughs> Martial and Mason Mason Greenwood. I mean, and, yeah, um, going up against Man City with an inform, like well, inform everyone pretty much at the moment. And they got Laporte back. And they got Laporte back. Yeah. The less said about last weekend's result involving City, the better. So oh, yes, let's, let's right. move on. From that. <laughs> the Fulham debacle. <laughs> Considering I brought it up, let's move it on. I, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a hell of a lot a better. A lot worse. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but yeah it's kind of one thing that we do want to talk on because Eunice is here massive Chelsea fan big yep. Chelsea influence on social media one thing we were going to look at is how crucial the upcoming month is going to be for Chelsea and in particular Frank Lampard the next five games in all competitions uh, Leicester Man United Spurs Bayern Munich and then Liverpool all Shrewsbury come on Shrewsbury <laughs> Oh, is that where it's landed? Yeah. Straight after City? Stay straight after Liverpool. No, no, straight after Bayern Munich. God. I wanted to check after the draw and then I forgot to check. And now you've <laughs> reminded me, it's just made it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, it's tough. I think this is going to make or break the season. Yeah, because, I, I agree with you. Um, the games are massive and our form's been fairly shocking. Mm, um, to an extent, in to an extent, the results haven't been, you know, a disaster. But yeah, we as fans are not convinced as uh, on what's what's going on at the moment. But somehow, on the big occasion, we seem to claw ourselves out of a situation, or mm. you know, we motivate we motivate ourselves more, much like the Tottenham game and the Arsenal game. 
Um, one could argue that those two teams are struggling as well, so maybe it's a false result, you know, in, in that extent. But I thought we played well. Um, to go up against Bayern Munich, for example, I mean, uh, if you're not scared, then you're not human. No, I'm. Although you say that, you look at those, you look at Leicester, you look at United, you look at Spurs, all three of them haven't been playing particularly well. Leicester haven't won in a, um, apart from when they played West Ham before the FA Cup they were losing more games than they were winning they weren't really picking up results Man United have been as we know on and off all season and Spurs haven't been particularly great either they're also without Harry Kane yeah, yeah. so it, it could be a bit of a mixed bag I think yeah, Chelsea probably absolutely. get quite a, you know they'll, they'll snatch more than just a, the odd draw here now and then I think they'll probably win a couple of those games Bayern Munich haven't been particularly great either no but they beat <sighs> they beat Schalke 5-0 um, yeah I mean but recently yeah, Schalke and no, they're, they're doing really well at the moment they're, so, yeah. fourth at the, they're fourth in the Bundesliga <laughs> yeah but you know that's like 13th in the Premier League no I'm kidding <laughs> no, right. uh, I, I understand what you're saying about we could get a couple of wins because we could Tottenham we could. are without Harry Kane of course but they're still dangerous but also Man United are without Marcus Rashford and yeah. Marcus Rashford loves playing Chelsea. He mm. scores like nearly every single time he plays us. So that is something that should be good. I know our home form isn't great, but in a way our our overall form is a bit on and off Hit and all, over, yeah, yeah, all yeah. over the place. But I think also we haven't beaten Solskjaer as a manager. No, not at, at Manchester United anyway, um, which is... Disgraceful, really. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, you must have been in Cardiff, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I was there for that. Okay. I think that might have been might have been under Mourinho that we beat them because um, it was that season, 2013-14, that they were in when they were like, oh yeah, they yeah. were made to play in red and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, the chairman, the new, the. Uh, the the Thai chairman bought them out and changed their colours into red and everyone and then hey, he had him to do like that head that gesture with it and like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was doing it at Old Trafford after they lost and the fans were like what are you doing mate? <laughs> um, but yeah I think in terms of our away form is better than our home form so mm-hmm. I think that's a positive going into the Leicester game uh, we say that and then Newcastle happened within yeah. reason <laughs> within reason uh, although again Vardy's injured is he? He oh, yeah, might. He, is. he might be. Injured. Might make it. Yeah, I, but then again, I, I Ian Acho's Ian Acho's starting to get yeah. into form, isn't yeah. he? Mm, I mean, true. If I'm honest, out of those fixtures that you've read out, Leicester is the one that worries me the most. Mm. Really? Yeah. 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 Obviously, you, we uh, pointed out Man United are uh, struggling uh, a bit, uh, a bit. Tottenham um, look all over the place. But Leicester look consistent, even though they've had little bumps. But they look consistent, and yeah. at the moment their league table doesn't lie. Um, their, their league position so third at the moment and they've dropped points as City have now at least got a okay, game yeah. over them yeah yeah, and they're kind of yeah. pulling away in second they're like fifth uh, five points fifth uh, five points clear of Leicester with the game in hand I don't think they've got a game in hand I think they've they've got their at least five points clear <laughs> yeah of Leicester yeah I think personally there's something about the King Power so going to the King Power isn't easy whereas I know the other two games are at home so I think as long as we score first or we try and pile the pressure on Spurs and United we can get the better of them because they're both struggling but going to the King Power the atmosphere Leicester are a good side if we you know fall asleep for a small portion of the game we we could get punished so and yeah they're, they're going to be in control because they they dominate most of their games at home exactly. bar, bar Liverpool when they got well they got yeah. 
outclassed yeah. at home to yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, but um, everyone gets outclassed by Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from Shrewsbury, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, oh, well, Aston, well, I know Aston Villa, but against... Um, oh, yeah, against, against the kids. That's against the kids. Um, but no, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be tough. And Bayern Munich as well will be exceptionally hard. <sighs> I don't know. I think it, it also our home form depends on Stamford Bridge can be quite flat at times Very, if yeah. if the Matthew Harding's up for it if the crowd's up for it if they get up for it in the shed end it'll be and they create some atmosphere which they will do against Tottenham in particular and Bayern Munich because European nights yeah. at the bridge they're always special they're there's rocking. like never a dull moment I was at a, were you at the Ajax game? I was there yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, at the Ajax yeah. game too and that that was insane even when we were 4-1 down you know, we, there was still stuff happening, so I don't know. It's it looks bleak. <laughs> if you were, <laughs> truthfully, I, I'd say that we would probably lose a lot of those games. But it would, you know, if we ended up winning maybe three out of them, I'd I, I'd take that. I yeah, I can see you winning at least or getting points from three. Liverpool probably not. Bayern, depending on whether Lewandowski's fit or not. No, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind him pulling oh, a hamstring, God, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> My God, so he'd yeah. just be happy not playing uh, Van Arland or uh, Bert Holland at Dortmund. Oh, God, yeah. Because he just comes on the substitute and just like, well, I'm going to score a hat-trick for fun now. Yeah, <laughs> one one small segue. I was saying to um, Ozzy, who we go to uni mm. with, who's a massive Dortmund fan, we were saying like, if he if Dortmund had Haaland from like the beginning of the season, they'd probably be top of the Bundesliga because they're only what six points off yeah I mean there's still loads of time yeah uh, I think uh, Salzburg which is the club he came from uh, they're running away with it at the top of the table yeah they don't really need they didn't really well they don't need him anymore because the league's essentially won yeah pretty much it's the same in that division every year yeah uh, Salzburg I think they've won it eight in a row oh, God. like wow. the Celtic of the of the Austrian Bundesliga <laughs> well, like Juve because how many how many Serie A's have they won in a row recently so it's, yeah, is it five or six or I think I, last time I checked it was like seven because they, they've they've won it from when Conte, Conte was there yeah three in a row and then Allegri was four in a row I think was it yeah I'm pretty Blimey. sure it's either six or seven mm. um, and now Sari could do it I really hope that this isn't a because we've, we've debated. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned this before. <laughs> I, I think really, you guys were really harsh on Sari. <laughs> <laughs> that look. Uh, yeah, we were. Are we, are we dying? On I mean, the not same personally, hill? but yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, were, I, we were. It's we were. no. It's. Um, I mean, I absolutely. I, yeah. Um, to an extent, I. I don't think like Sari is a good manager. I'm not disputing that. Mm. I just don't think he fitted Chelsea, and mm. I don't think Chelsea fitted him. He goes to you, and I think he kind of used Chelsea as a stepping stone to go from to leave Napoli and then go to Juventus rather than just like being like committing treason and just going other, going yeah. from one to the other. You know, he goes, he comes here, he wins a trophy, he leaves, and then we get Frank back. And everything is is fine. I just don't think he was a bit just. He, he was just too predictable. Mm. Like he was like Wenger, but without the trophies. Just in terms of stubbornness, I yeah. I, I, I I was I was kind of sorry in because I was I was Conte out, not on football reasons, but in terms of because he just wouldn't stop moaning. 
Conte just wouldn't stop moaning at the end of his tenure and I was kind of like okay just go, just go we'll get Sarri in fine and then I was like Sarri in for a while and then he just became predictable and then there wasn't going to be a change he was just going to keep doing the same thing yeah, and I thought that was annoying. I just thought what's the point we had a similar we have a, I think we have Fulham because I like moving things on to Fulham uh, <laughs> have a similar situation with Parker Oh, yeah. Whereas, well, yeah, how is he doing? He's doing all right, but he's taken on because he was learning. He was coaching under Yukanovic. He's taken yeah. on Yukanovic's style of play, but not but added his own twist. So they move the ball around a lot more, but not as quickly. Mm. So they get sussed out quite quickly, and then that's what they tried doing against Manchester City, trying to play it out from the back at the Etihad, that's which is suicidal. Yeah. Which is essentially <laughs> why we got relegated because the team essentially just committed suicide by trying to play the ball out from the back. Um, and then under Ranieri, they're like, yeah, we'll play defensive football with the worst defence in the entire division. <laughs> um, I think they had that similar problem whereas they have a plan A, but then there's no plan B. And we just get found out and we managed to draw against Cholton last week and they, we didn't, no one played each other off the park, but Cholton could have grabbed a late winner. Fulham didn't really look like they had any venom in them. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with just having one plan and nothing else is that as soon as you get sussed, that's it. It's game over. Um, I kind of feel the same thing about Sarri when you were talking about playing out from the back because we did that at the Etihad, didn't we? And we lost 6-0. And people... <laughs> I was there for that. At least oh, we didn't do that badly. Painful. And feel free to disagree with me, but yeah. some Chelsea fans had the gall to say that the one nil under Conte was worse than that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know. I, I don't know how their minds process. Just because in that game, it's true that one nil we done nothing. It was damage limitation for it ninety was pure, minutes because Conte knew. <laughs> he knew, <laughs> he knew. We, we were going to get. He screwed. knew we were going to get slaughtered. So he thought, you know what, just just take the loss now and just go for a 1-0 lads but um, I mean you shouldn't think like that in sport no right sometimes you but have to the 6-0 proved probably why because we had nothing that day 20 minutes in 4-0 down yeah like, what is going on here like just basically giving Aguero another hat trick yeah. against us and yeah, man. Yeah, that was a bleak day. That, that, Very was, bleak. that was not. That was not nice. Let's <laughs> let's move on before I just <laughs> right. So that one 0 loss against Liverpool. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, shall we head on to to transfers? Yeah. Is, I was, is there any other business in regards to your battles at the bridge? I I just think that if <laughs> if we I've had this discussion with you. I've had it with my dad, and it's kind of Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he, well, yeah, he's he has, he's very opinionated on Chelsea, okay. but I think um, I know we're probably not going to sign anyone. Mertins, knock knock on wood. Hopefully, we can get to that soon. But if Frank Lampard gets top four, if he is not backed in the summer, he's fucked. Mm. Absolutely, and the board will have set him up to fail. Um, Mourinho, wh- whether our opinions are positive or negative on him, he was speaking the truth about the board. So was Antonio yeah. Conte. No matter how much I kind of was annoyed at him for bitching and moaning, um, Sari kind of 
called them out as well yep. and now Frank has as well so that's four managers in a row on the Chelsea board I hope that because we haven't panic bought like we have you know with like you know Zappa Costa and Emerson and people like not this isn't a dig on Emerson I'm just using him as an example but if we I, I think it's we haven't bought because we haven't bought for the sake of buying and I kind of hope that it's a kind of a case of well let's leave it to the summer and then let's get a, a checklist of the people that you want mm. or we want and you're happy to go along with yeah. and then we'll just use the Eden Hazard money the Maratta money the Champions League money or anything and then we'll get the players that you want and we'll really build a squad if that doesn't happen and we get to like halfway through July and there's like no um, you know players bought and Chelsea Twitter's in absolute meltdown I think yeah. he's Buggered. I won't, I won't lie. I love it when football club twitters are in complete meltdown. I see. I think it's my. It's become <laughs> my favourite thing. Um, like Arsenal fan TV and whatever. Yeah, but there was um, recently uh, Burnley recalled Narky Wells from QPR, and QPR Twitter just went in complete meltdown about how Burnley have essentially ruined their season of finishing no higher than fifteenth. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck QPR. <laughs> Not my words. No. Any QPR fans? <laughs> Ryan's address is. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah just uh, just quote that. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> just have that just tattooed on my forehead. Fuck QPR. That's going in the best bits of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of uh, transfers, yes. you're saying that I think January is an awful time to buy anyone. Yeah. Because no one wants to sell. Everyone's yeah. got their kind of. They're either, you know, planning for a depending on what division they're in they could be planning for like a charge on the top they could be trying to stay up no one wants to give away the best players no matter how much money like unless they seen, really want to go unless they, they really want to go I mean uh, breaking news as we're recording this is that Man United have more or less signed uh, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, Bruno Fernandes uh, yep. subject to a medical um, there's also been news on the Barcelona bid for Richarlson being rejected yeah 85, 85 million immense that's but I can see why Everton have rejected that. Yes, but in an all, uh, I. Uh, if this was if this was two three maybe two years ago, they would have accepted that money and pinched Barca's hands like yeah, you know, yeah they would have yeah. snapped it off because yeah. eighty five million. But now they've got Osmanov, um, um, they've got Premier League money to an extent. Mm. We got to you know acknowledge how wealthy the Premier League is. So it's not yeah. just the top clubs, but the bottom clubs. And they're going to want to build a team. Uh, and and if, with Carlo. And, uh, yeah. yeah, Ancelotti yeah. wants yeah. him. So I can, yeah, I can see why they rejected I him. also feel like Barcelona panic buying. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they brought the new yeah. manager in, which he's just come from nowhere. Um, I think seven years ago he said he was goat herding. And now he's the Premier League. And now he's the manager for Barcelona. Wow. Um they just there's about your, there's your inspiration. Yeah, exactly. Any goat herders out there? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They oh, scraped fine. a win in the Copa del Rey against Ivisa. They uh, lost on the weekend as well to Valencia. Yeah. To Phil Neville's Valencia. Um, well, hey. ex Phil Neville's Valencia. They mean Gary. Phil Gary. That's all the same person. Yeah. <laughs> Neville Neville's Valencia. Um, Try and tell Carragher that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Oh God, um, he'll ne- never let that down. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like Bas- they were after Giroud as well, or there were reports that they were looking for going for Giroud, who, of course, probably is looking to get out of Stamford Bridge while he can before the transfer window closes. Yeah, yes. to where? To, to Barca, s- to Spurs, to Spurs. That, that I've heard, but I've heard Barca were interested. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah, well, I would really make... don't believe that. I mean, can you imagine Barca coming in for zero? Could you imagine <laughs> the front three of Messi, Suarez, and Giroud? Good old zero. I, I mean, to be honest, the thought, I'd be happy the, for him. The thought of that is absolutely magnificent. I don't get why <laughs> they imagine. He 90, would have made it. Yeah, like, ninety thousand <laughs> fans at the new camp just like. Singing Giroud's net. Giroud's net. And like, no, but to be, no, but be honest, we joke about Giroud. He'd probably like score a, bar, oh, yeah. a bicycle kick on his debut, and everyone will be like yeah. losing their shit over it. I think if he went to if he went to Barcelona, he'd probably re- reinvigorate his career big time. Yeah, he'd be like, well, I'm going to show everyone can. Well, everyone, I'm going to show everyone what I can do at the age. I think it's like 32. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's get, well, I'm not that much younger than him, but yeah, he's in in football terms, he's getting on a bit. Yeah, yeah. but I'd, I'd find that incredibly funny if he managed to go to Barcelona and reinvigorate his career when he can't get, get past Mishy Batshuayi <laughs> at Chelsea yeah that is quite bad the only other thing is I think the move to Spurs makes sense because why would he want to leave London because he he's moved City before two um, Barcelona would be incredibly hard to get into the first team of mm. Um with Harry Kane injured, he's got a free pass. There was the thing of Inter Milan now apparently wanting to bin the deal, even though they've let Politano go. Because if Giroud was to go to Inter, he'd be he'd be in the exact same position that he's in at Chelsea, even worse. Because you go from Batshuayi and Abraham to Lautaro Martinez and Lukaku, who were absolutely on fire right now yeah. in Serie A so Giroud to Tottenham makes sense as a Chelsea fan I kind of don't I don't care even you know I I, I it, yeah I don't care for it personally like for Olivier mm. good luck to him if he wants to go to Spurs I'd, you know or fine Barca. or Barca it's not like Galas the, the problem is Chelsea selling to Spurs now in this season in January like that's, that's it's crazy yeah, but then in the same vein, if if Lampard doesn't, and I've, we've only seen him play a handful of times this season, it's and I watched him a lot last season, and he 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 wasn't really it in the Premier League. Like the Europa League was his level, where he was you know scoring for fun in yep. the Europa League. I think it would, in a sense, I think it would be a similar deal to when we sold David Luiz to Arsenal because it's kind of like oh we'll let him go there because he's not if they're, if they're desperate for David Luiz they can have David Luiz we know David Luiz and we know his faults I don't think that Tottenham would have to play around Giroud and almost play kind of I, I know he's a fantastic yeah, holder play and I reckon in the same way that Hazard uh, profited from Giroud I reckon yeah. like Son and Lucas Moura would but I think it wouldn't be the end of the world if we sold Giroud to Tottenham I, I personally, I mean, this could come back to bite me in the ass <laughs> if they get top four and we don't. That's the risk. But yeah. that's the risk. But if if it meant selling Giroud and getting Mertens in, and then maybe getting somebody bigger in the summer, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. If um, if it means we get Mertens in, and this is where I think Antonio Conte is getting even more frustrated at Chelsea at the moment because that Giroud to Inter deal would have happened ages ago if Chelsea had a replacement so Conte is going to look at this and go I would have got my striker <laughs> if you guys once again would I have did. done your flipping business yeah. it's like, I, I, like I had two years with these incompetent <laughs> people and now they're fucking me over when I'm not even there once again <laughs> like, Conte can't win no he, he can't just, win he can't, he can't win but like, I, I can't help but love that man but I just <laughs> love the fact of him sitting there looking at like Marina's name and his 
contacts going, I hate you. <laughs> um, but one thing he will be happy with, Antonio Conte, is the, uh, the move that Christian Eriksen yeah, is confirmed. Yep. That is a massive signing. He is going to... Uh, I think he could be the man to kind of help spearhead them to the Serie A title. Just him getting balls into Lukaku and Lautaro, like that's, mm, that's exciting. I'm honestly surprised that he chose Inter over... I don't know if the Real Madrid. Well, well, I would have seen him like as a Real Madrid player, not necessarily as an Inter player. We were all waiting for him to go to Madrid for yeah. quite a while, weren't we? Or Man United. Yeah, yeah. there were the rumours of we United, United as well. But I can understand. Bit. Yeah, exactly. I can understand why he would have gone there. Yeah, because also I think um, Conte wants to build a team. A Premier uh, League team. Pre- <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Young and Victor Moses, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Lukaku did Luka- on the cake. Oh, yeah, and Alexis Sanchez. Yep. And, uh, uh, I, I, I don't, move them over to the Prem. I mean, if yeah, Conte. Inter, Inter Premier League, man. If Conte wins Serie A with that, with that like Victor Moses and Ashley Young at wing back that tells you everything about that tells you every no it tells you everything about Conte because like he he can literally just go give me these players I will (laughs) shithouse any league that I go into (laughs) you know in that case he's probably going to want to take Stefan Johansson because he's the king of (laughs) shithouse do it it. Um, the other the other one is is Mertens I will actually check to see if there has been any any progress on Dries Mertens to Chelsea but there was an early report today from uh, Di Marzio that Chelsea are in talks with Napoli for their forward Dries Mertens I don't know if he is the leading goal scorer of Napoli but he's certainly very close mm. you know he's close so if he does stay he'll more than likely break that this season yeah he'll yeah. break Hamsik's record but then if he if he goes which I really hope he does because we're <laughs> kind of desperate at the moment um, yeah I, 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 I really don't know what's what's going to happen with him I'd like it I don't really care how much we pay for him as long as it's around even if it's like 20 million or something he's 32 he's a proven goal scorer he scored nearly over 100 goals for Napoli over 150 how many how many it is he would be a welcome addition to our team yeah that's that's kind of my view on Mertens I just hope we can actually get it over the line and I hope that there's truth to the rumours Bruno Fernandes to Man United good deal yeah, it's, well, it's not deal. been confirmed as of yet, but it looks like it could be confirmed. Well, I mean, Magic, by the time Man- this podcast goes out, as in like official, official. But we know that Man United have put out that uh, in an official statement that they have agreed a fee with Sporting Lisbon. I don't know how much it is, mm. but I know that the the deal has been agreed. And Fabrizio uh, Fabrizio Romano gave the here we go, and it's uh, it's. <laughs> God, a, I love it. it oh, I love that man. I love that man. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me who this is. He is literally. You need to follow him on Twitter. He's okay. like the king of sports journalists. Okay. Like, when he speaks, it's true. Okay, cool. Pretty much. Like when he speaks, you listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. And when whenever he tweets, here we go. That means it is. It, it's a hundred and ten percent. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He, if not, he wouldn't say it. Yeah. Okay. Basically. Yeah. And he, he's basically just broke the Piontek news, which is kind of why Spurs are going in for Giroud. Piontek was a, a a big target for Tottenham on loan, but AC Milan wanted to permanently sell him, and now Hertha Berlin have just come in and and <laughs> right swooped from right yes yeah, swooped in from like right under the nose and 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 got him. Kind of surprised me that he would go to Hertha. Yeah, they're not yeah. doing very well this year. They're near the. I think they came up. Did they come up last year? 
No, they've been in the Bundesliga for a while. They ha- I'm thinking of Union, maybe. Yeah, you're thinking of Union. Yeah, Hertz, I know Hertha have kind of bounced up and down between mm. uh, the two Bundesligas. Um, but they, yeah, that does surprise me because they're not a team that have kind of known for signing anyone big. No, um, apart from Salomon Kalou. Who we know very well. <laughs> I would call that a big signing. It's a He's a big man. Champions League winner, damn it. <laughs> yeah, but so was Ryan a Burcham, few years but... after. <laughs> exactly. Southampton legend Ryan Burcham. Uh, I mean, we, how did we win that with him at left wing? It was destiny. It was destiny. That oh, God. But I, I think in terms of the transfers, the only other deal we can briefly mention is... Correct me if I'm wrong with the pronunciation um, from PSV Eindhoven to Spurs. Is it Bergwijn? Uh, I've heard Burge, Bergwijn. Burge. I've, I've heard Bergwijn. Bergwijn. Okay. Because <laughs> no I, matter it's how it's pronounced, he's kind of that, that guy. Yes. Yeah, him. <laughs> and he's taken Ericsson's number twenty-three at Spurs, and he is probably. I think is he a winger? Is he a number ten? He's a know. winger. A yeah, winger. Okay. A winger. Well, that's good for them. I think I think he's a, yeah. a player with a, a good bit of potential, and he'll, he'll probably help them out. And I think also with Ericsson going, they've um, exercised the the option to make the loan permanent for Lo Celso, mm-hmm. even though I think they've made it permanent now. Haven't they've they? made yeah. it permanent. Yeah, his contract's till twenty twenty five. So that's another good deal. It, I mean, they need to play him. For one thing, he's hard, he was hardly played at the beginning of the season. Now I think Mourinho is just kind of easing him in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think out of the seven that um, Tottenham bought with the bail money, there's only one player left. That Lamella. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And he was, he was, he was one of the one at the beginning that looked really. I mean, he hasn't. I mean, in today's money, thirty million for him doesn't kind of look too bad. I guess. 30 million is probably pretty good now considering Barcelona being rejected 85 million for Richarlson. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. They're going to ask what for like, if they on? come back in, they're going to be like, if there's not anything more than 110 million, we're not accepting it. Yeah. Because they're going to want more than double their money. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're going to, if they, if they, if Richarlison goes to, I mean, Richarlison's not a bad player. He's, he's probably just, their best, he's probably Everton's best player. I'd probably say that that's Calvert Lewin at the uh, minute. I wouldn't say so. I mean, yeah, Richardson for me. Um, but if that deal did happen at about 110 million, that's just going to inflate the market even more, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to go, okay, my value's just gone up. 110 million for a player that used to play for Watford. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. No, but then it's like every single transfer window, the market inflates. Like yeah. you go from yeah. 75 million for Van Dyke to then a year later going to Harry Maguire for 80. Yeah. It don't make sense. I remember the days when Man City signed Rubinho for thirty-two point yeah, five million. Everyone lost their minds. Yeah, like this is insane. This is a massive transfer. And I was like, eh, thirty-two point five million is nothing. Yeah, it's like, like penny sweets of that much yeah. money. Even if you wanted, like, if you want now, if you want a decent signing, you spend fifty million. We Plus. did that for Fernando Torres, and he was that was meant to be our. And he was half broken. Yeah, he made his money back though. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, big time. Big he's time. a he's a Chelsea legend. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> just, he ne- for that, just, he never, just for that goal, just for yeah, that. just for that noise that Neville made. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is my alarm in the morning. Was <laughs> <Is it> actually <laughs> yeah. embarrassingly, I will admit that. That's is it my, really? That is that's, a, my, that's, oh, my alarm, that's my alarm in the morning. <laughs> that is I amazing. Get, I get I get woken up to. No, I'm not going to say this on radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's a podcast. You can no, say. I, it. I, yeah, I I no. <laughs> I mean, don't be. You get woken up by. Oh, 
that's oh, yeah. Oh. That sounds even worse on headphones now. Thank you for that. Um, but no, yeah, and also the the hat trick against QPR, the goal against Benfica in the Europa League final. Like yeah. he's he's he did all right. That I know he's against Liverpool United. The man, the man United. I was there for that. That's my six <laughs> 0 I was there for that. Oh, Jesus Christ! Wasn't that at Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah, we had no idea. It was kind of one of those moments where you watch it and you go, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing of, "Oh my God, what have you done?" It was kind of like, "What? How did that?" I kind of like just we, confused. We, we, yeah, we were looking around like we weren't even mad at him. Like we were just like, "Oh, okay, oh, okay, that's now. that's odd." <laughs> and then it's kind of like Rooney missed the penalty like he did a, a he, he, he slipped when he took his penalty and we were like oh you know really and embarrassing then and then we were on the way back and I managed uh, I got Wi-Fi on the train and then I looked at it and I went oh <laughs> 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 like oh okay maybe that's that's em- really embarrassing <laughs> yeah I remember seeing it on TV and being like how yeah how has he missed that the more I watched it the more I but yeah, it was yeah. How he did that, I it was harder to it was harder to miss. I think yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for um, sure. You try that again a hundred times, you'll put it in the net a hundred <laughs> times. And th- I think it was that moment because he started to look in that game like he was getting confidence. He scored the chip, and yeah. then I think that was the moment that just like, killed him. Killed him mm. completely, and you saw it on his face. Yeah. Even the manager, like he would have seen the clip of the manager, like Villas Boas at the time, just went mental, like him going mental as well. Like, <laughs> but speaking of mental, um, and Man United, yeah, the the stuff with Ed Woodward. His oh, house crazy. being attacked, you can. Yeah, uh, I it's uh, it's utterly disgusting. If it I'm honest, sounds with you. like it was just like a, a small handful of fans. But even then, yes, even so, it's disgusting. It shouldn't happen. Um, thank God the police are getting involved. I hope they oh, yeah, arrest all of them. Football shouldn't come in the way of people getting arrested for criminal acts. No, and it, it football shouldn't interfere. Like you can disagree with dealings and how clubs are run you don't do that because uh, like it's just stupid yeah, yeah like, someone could have been hurt or killed yeah like think of if anyone was in like his family you know that would you know, I, I just don't get there's more there's more to life than football you know what I mean like yeah. there's, there's I don't get why you would go to attack someone because your football team isn't doing very well you know what I mean? Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's I, ways to handle it as well. Like, I mean, you know, you have a problem with him professionally, not as a person. You can deal with it by, you know, don't want to advocate, but like boycotting, not spending money, uh, pro- protesting. Yeah. You, you have ways, banners. I mean, there are ways to, to get your message across. You don't go to his house and threaten, you know, his family or try and break in and yeah. you know, try, try and attack him. Songs uh, about saying that he was going to die. Exactly. Which yeah, is exactly. horrible. Yeah, they, yeah, and um, that happened, um, when was it? About a week ago. This was yesterday. Yes. Oh, oh, what no, you... it happened previously. So in the stairs, oh, United happened? fans oh. were singing um, about, you know, his death or something uh, and I'm thinking what is going on this is this is this is mad I understand personally from an outside point of view I don't think Woodward is doing a good job at United personally we can relate with with what's going on at Chelsea and the board over there but many clubs I think have a problem with boards um, you don't deal with that by threatening his life no or his family like but he's doing the thing for. that he was brought in for and it's making the club money. And that's it. If you've got a problem with that, maybe your attention should be diverted to the Glazers. 
Yeah. They, they're the ones who, who run the club. They're the ones who have, have the power to fire him or, or keep yeah, him. So he's just the one he's, to make money. That's like, it. He's not got any other like role in the club. He's yeah. not he's not the manager. He's not out there playing. He's just there to make money and he's just affiliated with the team. But yeah, he seems to be the, the, the meat shield yeah. for the Glazers at this point. I remember when the Glazers first took over and there was a there's loads of protests about the Glazers taking over. Yeah. People even formed another team, FC United FC Manchester. United, yeah, yeah. Um and that seems to like you would have thought that they would have gathered up steam, but it just they've just kind of, kind of like fallen away a little bit and they're still playing in the non league. Um and Woodward has come in and has taken all the brunt for the Glazers for them not doing particularly very well. Yeah. And I it's you know, it's not his job to to run the club. He's just there to sell the club as a brand and make the club money which is which is what he's doing I think Man United fans want there to be I can uh, yeah they want to win trophies fine I mean I support a club that doesn't win anything so I'm kind of used to it by now but for a club to be brought up watching a club win trophy after trophy in the They've 90s and the noughties yeah, yeah you would say that their fans have been spoiled and are, and are very in a very privileged position like Man City are now I mean you can kind of say we have too yeah, yeah, yeah I'd say yeah, definitely. Chelsea for sure. Um, so you can say that like, and Arsenal to an extent in the nineties and noughties, but yeah. not so much now. Which you can understand why those fans are frustrated, both Arsenal and United. But I don't think Arsenal would have ever gone to a Arsenal fans would have ever gone to attack someone physically. No. They wouldn't have gone to their house and thrown flares at them. No, I mean they do have Arsenal fan However, TV. They or did. AFTV. They didn't do anything uh, like. I'm not comparing this. I'm just saying that something not similar kind of happened, but it was kind of... There was one time where I think Arsenal were either leaving a stadium or leaving a hotel, Mm. and Arsene Wenger was there, and they were going towards the team bus, and... Arsenal fans were just out there just verbally abusing Arsene Wenger with, like, just shouting, like, get out of our club, like, we don't want you anymore, or, like, just... Really saying yeah. horrible, horrible things to him, yeah. and he just took it on the chin. Like, yeah, I still think that that's does. yeah, and it's just I don't like you can be you can be vocal about your team to a certain extent, but just don't do stupid stuff like that. No, it's just it brings the whole game into it brings your club into disrepute. Yeah, it brings the game into disrepute as well. Yeah, and the, the, you know most football fans are rational people they're not gonna just because your team's not doing very well they're not gonna go and egg your house or throw flares at you or whatever no that's it as long as you keep it within the confines of the game you know within football and you don't you know go over those barriers then it's okay but you know the moment you start bringing people's lives into it I mean there was a player um, and I saw this on Twitter earlier on I forgot what player it was if you check it you'll mm. probably find it's on the news um, but he had his brake wires on his car cut Jesus and by fans yeah Man United player or a different no, club no 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 different club um, but luckily the car you know got towed mm. he made no, I, think he, I think he ran after the guy which but country was this had in? he not um, I believe it was here I swear I would have heard because I've seen in that. Italy don't they I've was seen in Italy else? where the people have been sent bullets in the post yeah, and even like yeah. Colombia and well, maybe not so much now, but when the drug cartels were at their highest or at their peak, like I think one I can't remember his name. He was the player in the played for Colombia in the '98 World Cup and he had a massive afro. 
Valderrama? Yeah, he, he got involved. I think he was shot by the mafia. Jesus. So, like, football... Oh, wow. Yeah, like, football in other countries just, it, it's, you know... It can well, be and and level, here as well. Basically, the kind well. of the message is this, is just don't... Don't do anything. Like, just... Oh, God. Just don't be a dick and don't do stupid shit. Like, just... Like, if... I'm... I'm not kind of happy with the way Chelsea's run with the board and everything, but I'm not gonna. I'm to any extent. I'll just throw a hissy fit if I don't if I don't get what I want in terms of yeah. in terms of how the clubs run. But I, I just think that what the United those those people that aren't fans that have done that, um, yeah, they 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 deserve everything that's coming to them, and I hope. Um, you know the police sort that out very very soon and I hope that Ed Woodward's okay in this as well because it must have been obviously he wasn't there but waking up to that kind of news would be pretty sad for him you know what I mean also scratch everything I said about Valderrama because he's still alive I'm happy to report he wasn't shot by the mafia I'm thinking of another player there was definitely a player who was in the Colombian first team who yeah, was, who got killed? Was shot by the mafia. Okay, well, I'm not, I'm not too sure, but I'm, I, th- I think that I'll go back to Google one sec. Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe we should move off this topic for now. <laughs> I want to know I... who it is. Damn it. Okay, well, you can find that out, but we'll, we'll go on to the, um, the predictions for this weekend in the Premier League first. But the I'm one, fine yep. to do that. Uh, one, one thing that is going back. We'll just quickly segue back to the Mertens thing. My, my, my friend Glenn, who's a big Chelsea fan, who will probably come on this podcast at some point. He's very, he's a very, very big fan of Mertens, and now he's told me that we're like properly in talks. And there was a thing of, have you heard about the Jorginho fan page? Yeah, the the fact that and he the fact liked, he liked it. Yeah, I mean, I know it doesn't really mean anything. But I mean, it's jo- the whole social media thing. Oh, he started following people. Yeah. Oh, he's liked a post, and ninety nine percent of the time, nothing happens. Do you remember that time <laughs> where Chelsea Twitter went into meltdown because Messi followed Chelsea it, on exactly, Instagram? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember that? Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of literally everyone just turned into that meme where it's like, so you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I found a player okay. who was uh, oh. who was shot by the the Colombian mafia. His name was his name was Andres Escobar, mm-hmm. which maybe doesn't help considering uh, Pablo Escobar. Um, he played. He was a defender, uh, nicknamed the Gentleman. Um, he played in the 1994 FA World Cup, um, and uh, as retaliation for scoring an own goal, which conti- which contributed to Colombia's elimination, uh, he was murdered. Um, because of it, I, I I remember hearing something about this. I mean, that's insane. That's from the Wikipedia, by the way. Don't quote oh, me. And um, in relation to the the car brake wires being cut, that was um, Alfredo Morelos Rangers. No, oh, really. Yeah. Oh, wow. So his Lambo had his brake wires cut, and luckily, I don't know how it happened or you know how it went down, but it got discovered and police are involved and they towed the car and he's okay but had he driven off well that would have been the end of him yeah for sure you know so either I'm not going to point the finger at anyone but I'm guessing over Celtic fans or referees just not liking the fact that they have to dish out a red card every other second (laughs) good god I mean the wor- football's mad, but the world's mad too. Like the world's that's worse, a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. I think people in general are just getting more toxic. Yeah. That's, not, that's not necessarily in football. I just think in, like, it's like a certain in group a, and of considering I'm kind of doing an essay on this at the moment. Mm. Society is a is a bit 
It's getting it's, out of hand. It's getting out of hand. I blame Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it's more of a Twitter thing now, I think. But yeah, yeah. Social media in general. Part, yeah. He started it. In a way. Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> no. he nicked the it idea a, he, and then yeah. ran with it. So. <laughs> Essentially, he set up his he set up Facebook to stalk on women, more or less, <laughs> and that has become a multi billionaire success. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> on to the, this weekend's <laughs> Premier League games uh, today on the Smoke Radio podcast. Yeah. We're talking Smoke Radio football podcast. We're talking about murder, death, and stalking about women <laughs> or stalking women. That uh, and more to come. Yes, um, we've kind of briefly touched on. Uh, Leicester and Chelsea prediction kind of I'm hoping I mean I'll take a draw what would you what do you think Uh, I mean I'll take a draw as well Um, I believe we can win Mm. I'm not sure we will (laughs) (laughs) I reckon I I can't predict that one to be honest Leicester are going to lose that game you think I think Chelsea will probably Snatch a win by a goal. It's good to hear. I'll go, well, I'll go. I'll go two one. I'll go two one Chelsea. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. Um, wishful thinking. I don't know Batshuayi gets the winner or something like that. If we Tony play Abraham's, oh, well, he's injured. Comes off the bench. Miraculous m- recovery. Well, apparently they're they're going to do that. They're going to try and get him to play through the pain Honestly, barrier. And I just think that's, that's suicidal. Just get Mertens done and sh- just ship him in there. What day is it today? Wednesday. This goes out on Thursday. We Mertens might be done by the time this podcast goes out, which means he will be eligible to play on Saturday. D- do it, <laughs> so we don't have to. You know. So I'll go two one Chelsea for that. What do you reckon? Go two one. Yeah, so I was thinking. Uh, the next game, Bournemouth Villa. Bournemouth, yeah. Tough one at the bottom, really. I mean, is, yeah. Villa are going to be on a massive high. They've just beat Leicester. They're through to the Carabao Cup final, and Bournemouth won the other day, so I'm going to go 3 0 Bournemouth. Well, Bournemouth lost to No, they lost Arsenal. to Arsenal. Didn't they win recently? They did win recently. Oh, they didn't. beat West yeah, they Ham, did. didn't they? Oh, well. Was it Watford? No, did, no, Watford beat them. Yeah. It was West Ham. I'm West sure West it was they West beat West Ham, Ham but that was about well, a week West or two Ham. ago. Mm yeah they're up and down they're yeah very <laughs> yeah. more down than up really I feel um, a bit sorry for it I don't know knowing <laughs> knowing what teams down the bottom are like after a big win they'll lose yeah. exactly so I think yeah. Bournemouth will probably win like 3-0 they'll all show up hungover and um, yeah. JT, yeah, exactly. JT won't care <laughs> like, yeah. like the should come in with the biggest hangover <laughs> they're probably if they've gone mad on a night out his hair will have been completely shaven off <laughs> <laughs> oh we would know about that already oh god yeah um, but no yeah I, well, that's what I'm going to go with I'm going to go 3-0 Bournemouth that's what I'm going with. I go two nil. I go two one. Two one Bournemouth. Two one Bournemouth. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Crystal Palace against Sheffield United. Crystal Palace at home. Crystal Palace at home. It's okay. at Selhurst Park. It's a hard one to predict. Yeah, it's one of those where on the day Sheffield United might just run away with it. They You'd both think, have yeah. really strong defenses. Yeah, and Palace at home are a force to be reckoned with. That's the thing. Yeah. If if it was at Sheffield United, I'd go. I'd, I'd go Sheffield United quite easily as well. But at Selhurst, I'll go draw one one. Yeah, I I agree. I was thinking that one one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rock the boat and say two one Palace. Draw the Palace. <laughs> um, keeping it within London. Keeping it. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Liverpool against Southampton. We don't even need to talk about no, it. No, so it's, it's, it's a Liverpool win, but <laughs> by how much? Are we talking Anfield? double figures? At Anfield. Oh, then it's destruction. It's, I mean, it's Liverpool against Liverpool's feeder club. Well, yeah. 
Liverpool just, at the moment. Well, in that case, I'm going for a one 0 win for Southampton. With, with, <laughs> with, with who? Who getting the winner? Oh, Danny Van Dyke own goal. Van Dyke own goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Danny Ings for my fantasy team. So then, just make sure that in that game, like Van Dyke scores for Liverpool, Mane scores for Liverpool, uh, Oxlade Chamberlain, Lalana, like bring Lovren on from the bench, have him score. <laughs> just every single person that used to play for Southampton. Uh, I'll probably go three 0 Liverpool. I think it'll be comfortable, but not. They're not. It's not going to be a rout. I'm going to go. <laughs> no, I think it will be. <laughs> yeah, it could well be. Or I don't know. Southampton. They've done well they, since the nine. Since they got spanked by Leicester at home, they've been on some good form. They're ninth in the table now. They're not anywhere near as low down as we yep. think they are. I think it could be a lot closer than we think. I think mm. I'm going to go one nil Liverpool. I'm going 4-0 Liverpool. I'll go 3-0. Okay. I'll go 3-0. But I think it's also how, after that 9-0 game, we all had them dead on for relegation, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah we as soon yeah, as that yeah. game was over, we were like, yep, we were like that's it. That's and Hoot was going to get the sack. Yeah. <laughs> it's all downhill hill now for Liverpool, uh, for Liverpool, for Southampton. And they've come back from it. And no, they've done them. really well. Like, And also, when didn't Southampton beat Leicester at Leicester? Yeah, they did, didn't they? And they beat Chelsea. Yeah, but when yeah. when Southampton played Leicester before the game, Leicester showed those all nine goals on their yeah. big screens, which is <laughs> horrible. It's just rubbing salt in the wounds, really. Isn't yeah, it? it's just like how can we be, you know, the least? What's the most unsporting thing we can do? Yeah. I know. Let's show all the nine goals that we uh, scored against you when we played you in November. And they bought it out as a DVD, haven't they? No, have they? They have. They were selling Let's it. See, that's pure shit else. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's also in the in the Southampton bargain bin for for a pound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the next game, we've got a, this kind of a battle towards the bottom. Um, it'd be a massive game for Norwich. They are away at Newcastle, and oh. they are they're twelfth, but they are shit. <laughs> like they are shit you say that I no think no that... no no. I watched them against Chelsea they won but they are shit but yet and they how seem... they managed to, I mean I don't know Florian Lejeune pulled something out of his ass at Everton and they drove <laughs> two to, yes and they they're so bad but yet they're doing really well I don't get it there was a tweet I saw after that game where someone had tweeted an Everton fan had tweeted saying that you know leaving one minute before the game has ended you know happy with a 2-0 win and then the tweet after comes from the day later saying how can I delete this tweet <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah I, I've I mean Newcastle are at home Norwich they need to win if they're gonna if they want to survive they won't yeah I'm I've I've got 2-0 Newcastle <laughs> can't ruin the pokey party I mean, look, Norwich at the beginning of the season was exactly that. Don't be a pukey party, people. <laughs> it was, it was a pukey party. Simple as a that. Pukey party. <laughs> right doors over there. <laughs> oh god, that's what it was. Now it's puke. Yeah, I might, I might have the um, the pukey party in in line with fuck QPR <laughs> and Newcastle United. They can get in the same. But, but yet Newcastle perform have been performing better this season on point, points wise than they did under Rafa last season. Yeah, I find that hilarious. That's, um, Steve yeah, that Bruce is hilarious. Is, uh, has, has he's done come, all right. He's done all right. Like, he's done all right. He's not. He's not a great manager, but he's not a mug, is he, Steve? No, he knows no. what he's doing. Like, yeah. He's been in the industry for long enough to know what he's doing. I think people, because he's in that same ilk of kind of like an Alan Pardew or a Mark Hughes Mark type Hughes, ma- yeah, that manager, those, that, yeah. and like um, like Roy Hodgson or... 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not Frank Lampard, hopefully. Um, okay, any old English manager. Any old English <laughs> manager. <laughs> give it uh, 10 years. Give it 10, yeah. And, uh, Except Harry uh, Redknapp. Except Harry Redknapp, yeah, he's the one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call him a ledge, though. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> no. he is. I, I, he's as a, a person. He's, 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 he's an FA Cup winner a, with Portsmouth, man. That's so overrated. That, too. No, I don't I don't think he is. And his I Range Rover on deadline day, I mean, oh, God, yeah. I love the guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the one thing that kind of annoyed me about him was when everyone was going, when the England job was was going up and everyone was going, Harry Redknapp's going to get it. And everyone thought Harry Redknapp was going to yeah. get the job. And then out of the blue, we've appointed Roy Hodgson as England manager. Yeah, but that's not Harry Redknapp's then, fault. That's, that's not the his fault, but, fault. No, 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 that's not his fault. But then after then, you could tell that his heart was just not in it. Well, when he was managing QPR, he just looked like from the side. He just looked like he just didn't care. I think that's because the FA didn't really want him because they knew he wasn't going to be a yes man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Roy Hodgson is a yes man. And that's... also, what's your slogan for today? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck QPR. Oh yeah, fuck QPR. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be something. I, I don't know. But, the pukey um, party. The pukey party. But I think he he might get on the score sheet. But I'm going to go two one Newcastle. That's what I'm going for for the weekend. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Newcastle. 2-0 Newcastle. Yeah. I'm going 0-0. Nil, 0-0. Nil. Nil, nil. Decent. That's a proper, That's a proper relegation yeah. battle. If I could pick minus goals, I would. <laughs> yeah. uh, coming up next, we have the Richarlison derby. It is Watford against Everton. Versus Barcelona. Versus Barcelona. <laughs> um, uh, it's at... <sighs> They've been a bit iffy even under, under Carlo. Everton, I'm talking about. It'll give them time, though. Yeah, yeah. early days. They'll, yeah, they'll give early days, but they're they're at home. I've got a feeling that maybe Watford will edge it. Maybe like two one, Dini or Delafay will get a goal. Is this at Vicarage? Is that it? Vicarage Road? Yeah, mm. I don't know. I reckon Everton should have this one in the bag. But knowing what they're like with yeah. uh, giving away two goals in the last minute of the game, you never know. Yes. <laughs> is Lejeune being, uh, is he rumoured to go to Watford? Oh, I hope so. Just, <laughs> that'd be the ultimate shithouse thing. Bring him on at centre forward with two yeah, minutes exactly. to go. Yeah, exactly. comes off, bring on Lejeune. Oh, God. Just I, re- I would go 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two. I'd go 2-2, two, two, I think. You? What are you? Alex? Thinking. Um... I'm going to 3-1 Everton. 3-1 Everton. Fair. Okay, next we have uh, West Ham against Brighton at uh, the London Stadium. Uh, this one's hard. 4-0 Brighton. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the way that West Ham are going at the moment, they're... This is my 0-0 for this week. Okay. That, yeah, it has 0-0 written all over it. It's Brighton. Yeah. Didn't they bring in Moy on a permanent basis? I think it's on loan. No, because they had him before. No, no uh, that was Huddersfield, though, wasn't it? No, they... they I, who am I thinking of? West Brom or Leeds, maybe? I don't know. Someone had brought Moy in. I, I knew he it was at Brighton. Brighton. He was at Brighton for the beginning of the season. He's like, still there. He's still there now, okay. Um, maybe they made the, the deal permanent then. Um, I don't know. Well, I said I don't know. I said 4-0 Brighton. Um, <laughs> yeah, just the way the West Ham have been... Um, the fans are still kind of screaming at the owners and I don't think that's going to change anytime as soon as always yep. yeah, yeah as always um, especially within the past four years as soon as they moved into the bird's nest that is the London Stadium they're just yeah. like well we're going to just start protesting because we don't like it because we're too far away which yeah. is true 
Um, I, I haven't been to that ground to watch football, but I went for a rugby game, and you, you're so far away. Yeah, I was there up. for the Par- I was there for the Paralympics. And oh, that must have been amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Like for an event that it's meant to host. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you was know? like, right, I mean, I was right next to the running track, and every, you know, yeah. it was good. And like when we did, they were doing like the, uh, I think it's the long jump. I think yeah. they were. Do- I was right next to the sand bit for that. I was like, cool. great. But then uh, when I found out that they were going to be doing the football there, I can't. And and when I look back, I, was, I can still see it in my head where I was in the ground. I just I look at it and go, oh god, you know, like that would be. And how they do it in Italy because they have like it, like Rome and Lazio have the Olimpico where they've still got like the running track round the. Mm. Yeah. So don't yeah. Berlin playing. Yes, yeah. at Berlin as well. I, I I just don't like football grounds like that. I mean, Stamford Bridge used to have the Greyhound track round the round the side. That's well before your that time. That was well before my time, but I know the history, damn yes. it. <laughs> but no, I think... Good old days. Good old days, yeah. Good old days. <laughs> we only had one stand back then, yeah. and it was bloody amazing. It I was mean, cold. There were points where we genuinely had, like, one stand. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, no, but I'm, I'm going nil-nil. West Ham, Brighton, I reckon that's... I think that's nil nil as well. I'm sticking to my four. If not, maybe one one. <laughs> four nil Neil. Four nil Brighton. Four nil Brighton. <laughs> All goals from Neil Malpe. <laughs> yes, or it'll be a Connolly hat trick. Yeah. We go on to the next one where I think it could be a four nil for a away team is Manchester United hosting Wolves. Nil nil. No. <laughs> nil nil. Joking. I'm <laughs> no, just annoying you now. Um, yeah, just know, that just FA Phil Jones' game. pockets. Raul yes. Jimenez, of course. That FA Cup game was anything to go by. 2-0 Wolves. 3-0 Wolves. 3-0 Wolves. 3-0 Wolves, man. I'm, I'm going. going for it. It was Tranmere. It was Tranmere. I mean, I know, I know <laughs> Harry... No disrespect. I know I no, 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 no. I went when Man United played Wolves. Man United played Wolves in the FA Cup, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had to go for a replay. It was Both games were terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is the Premier League. It's completely different. I've got a feeling mm. that Wolves are going to do it. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm going. I'm wishful thinking at three nil. I thought uh, Burnley can do it. Yeah, Wolves, Wolves can definitely do it. Can. But then every game's different, though. Man United it? are so hot and cold at the moment. Um, I'm going two one United. Okay, I'm sticking with three 0 Wolves. Wishful thinking. Two 0 Wolves. Two 0 Wolves. Yeah. Okay, so we go on to Sunday's the, games. Yeah, the penultimate game for the week is. Burnley against Arsenal and if history is anything to go by this is a game where it isn't really nice for Arsenal and Arsenal fan TV is going to be fucking glorious Uh, I cannot wait Uh, let's see how far Robbie Lyle explodes yes I am going with 3-1 to Burnley I'm going yeah 3-1 Burnley Nick Pope Patrick (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah I I, I don't I I think 3-1 I think is Barnes fit I believe so, yeah. Because he didn't play against United, did he? Because I know he didn't no, score. He didn't no, play. Wood, he didn't play. Wood, Wood and Rodriguez. So Rodriguez is in a good bit of form. You know, they've got Woods in a good bit of form. Yeah, he's been quite consistent this season. I feel he mm. always he, he always seems to just be popping up on in the right places. Yeah, those two. They kind of they don't scream. Oh, let's sign. Let's spend a load of money on a goal scorer. When to be honest, their form kind of. If you looked at it. If you didn't say, "Oh, they played for Burnley," and you just looked at their record, you'd go, "Oh, they're pretty decent as as two strikers." So, I think at home, Arsenal aren't really good on the road. They've not really been good this season. Mm. Um, Burnley are going to want to keep the momentum going if they w- want to survive. So, I'm I'm going three-one um, Burnley. Burnley never really just scream at you, do they? It's not, they're just kind of there. You're, yeah. They're a team you just kind of expect everyone to roll over, but yet they're. 
they're a quality side just without a big name player. Exactly. I think that maybe their biggest name player might be Tarkovsky. That's because he was like he played for England under twenty ones. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's my thing. I'm going three one Burnley. I can't see Arsenal winning that. I'm yeah, I'm gonna say something similar. I however I do think it's gonna be a lot tighter. I'm gonna say one nil Burnley. One nil Burnley. Because I do yeah. think Arsenal defensively have gotten a bit better. Under Arteta, yeah. Um but I think that on the day they won't convert. Burnley will have that one chance that they'll put in the net and take three points. I'm gonna go the other way and say Arsenal will win one nil. It'd be a good result for them if they very It'd be good like result. Gwen yeah, Doozy that gets the goal because he's Gwendozy. just on fire. <laughs> Like without a, without a Bamiyang, that's the guy that. Uh, we Gwen or Martinelli. Martinelli. Well, Martinelli is good. I like Martinelli. Martinelli is he's going to be a star. Whatever he does, whether it's at Arsenal or anybody else, he's going to be a big star. Mm. And then the final game, which is the big one, um, Tottenham Hotspur at home to Manchester City. I pray to God <laughs> that Manchester City win this game. <laughs> uh, I think it will probably happen. Yeah, I mean they've got Laporte back, which is and going up against no Harry Kane. But then again, when you look at it in the league and in the Champions League, Tottenham have kind of had Man City's number recently. They have, and this is going to be a Mourinho Guardiola. Oh God, yeah, yeah, that's yeah just the one. And if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since Mourinho's got his number. Mm. Yeah. He might get it this time. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's due one, surely. Oh, surely no. he's due a win over, over Pep. But, I, I get it, I'm, I'm with you. I want I want Man City to win it. Mm. Um, Tottenham at home on the big occasion. I, I, Tottenham do have a chance, to be honest. They do have a chance, yeah. It, it's a very, very tough one to predict. I it, like it, Either way, if the result went either way, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Like, if Spurs ran away with it, I wouldn't be surprised. But then if City ran away with it, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, kind of wishful thinking I'm going to go 2-1 City. Um, with Aguero getting both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking. I think it might be more than two. You really think so? I think it could be... Because <laughs> they don't have a striker. They don't have a designated striker without Kane. Depending no. on if, whether or not if they get Giroud in in time because the deadline is Friday. And if they do get him, if they don't get him in, they've only got Troy Parrott. I mean, and they, even they, then he might go on loan anyway. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't play him. They'd play Lucas and Son up front with um, Dele Alli in behind or Lo Celso or Yeah. I, it could be four. <laughs> I think... I think it's going to be... You remember the the game that they played against Liverpool uh, Spurs yeah um, where towards the end of the game Spurs were coming back in the last mm. 15 minutes and yeah. had they played that way the whole game they probably would have won yeah I think we're going to see something similar where mm. Tottenham are going to be you know it's Mourinho cautious and defensive and Park trying to contain and, and just you know l- limit the damage but after a while once they are losing they're going to have to come out and when they do they will start playing good football because they can yeah <laughs> you know so I, I'm going to say either probably a City narrow win or a draw I'm more know. inclined to say a draw I'm going to go 1-1 one, one. I just think Tottenham are probably a bit too frail at the back at the moment yeah and if they if they park the bus what I'm thinking is City will just have too much to break them down yeah like if De, if De Bruyne has one yeah. of those days yeah like he will tear them apart and Aguero's on the right hand side isn't he 
sort of sort of in like the middle or on okay. the right. He's not really a winger, but he can he, he can run with yeah. the ball and he'll he'll get crosses in. Because I can see him tearing, and I, it pains me to say this because you know Fulham legend. But I can see him tearing Cessing onto bits. <laughs> he is not a defender, no. and yet they they can they Mourinho insists on playing him as a left back. Um, yeah, Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a, a winger, left uh, attacking winger, winger at best. Yeah, but and he's really a wing back. You'd, you'd play him not, as a no. He's, he's not. You, you put him in your midfield. Yeah, you'd have him as even in your if you're playing four three three, you'd have him as one of your designate you on your left hand side. Yeah, as a strike, he's not a defender. And even at Fulham, we, we had to play him at left back when we had no one there. Yeah, and it didn't work. It, he, we just had to play him there because he was a left-sided player. That's, he doesn't work as a defender. That's Mourinho, though, isn't it? I mean, you, what position would you say is Ashley Young? A winger. Just, I'd say he's like an attacking midfielder. Okay, there we are. When he went to Inter, he got advertised as a left-back. What? I mean, he did play left-back at Man United. Yeah, because of Mourinho. Like, yeah. And then, they, and, then Mourinho. and then Ole Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, you play there? You'll play there, <laughs> sort of a thing of not really talking to the guy and going, "Oh, you used to play as a winger. That's your more natural position." Yeah, exactly. Play should, there. Managers should know that, though. They should. Yeah, but yeah, if we talk about it, surely. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. <laughs> surely. <laughs> we're the, technically the uh, the voice of reason for all football yeah. managers. Um, if only we were their voice, uh, their their conscious. <laughs> Yeah, Just be like play Ashley Young as a as a, as a winger. As a winger. <laughs> I mean, because Conte's playing him as a wing back, which is is good, and he That's got and he got, the, he got the assist. He yeah. got the assist for Lautaro at yeah. the the weekend when they drew, I think, into. Mm. But they got bailed out by Napoli beating Juve, so they're only three points off. And I just want, I just want Antonio Conte to shit house that league with Ashley Young as a <laughs> well, wing back. They, they were level at one point, though. I know, but then I think they they either lost or drew too many games. But I just don't know if there's any uh, breaking news on any transfers. No news. Uh, as we we have TVs in front of us here in the studio, we're in a new studio this time. Yes. I should have mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast, not at the very end. Um, we the lovely folks at Talksport have kindly let us use one of their studios to record in, so we sound a lot crisper and a yes. lot better than we normally do in Harrow, mm. where none of the headphones work. And uh, Microphones also work. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, these these sound a lot better, so it's uh, it's very good, and we're very lucky that Talksport have allowed us to come in and do this. Yes, um, I believe that is all we have. Yes, time um, for this week. Indeed, uh, it is. Eunice, massive thank you for coming in. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking to us and having to deal with my terrible humour for the past hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been if fun. anyone wants to find find you on social media not in person uh, where can they find you um, so I've got a YouTube channel Eunice HH um, mainly Chelsea orientated football in general um, and as well as that on Twitter same name Eunice HH awesome and, and Instagram uh, Instagram as well yeah. awesome Ryan I'll see you next week yes see you next week will you be bringing any guests with you Potentially, yes. Um, maybe sports journalist uh, Alessandro Schiavone, or maybe Aussie from our our union group, and maybe one or the other, one or the other, or both, or neither. At, Tune in next week at the same time. At the we, same, if we can maybe have a room with more than three microphones. I we mean, can, I th- we're pushing it there. I we're think pushing it there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week.